Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast for all law enforcement professionals and all those who support them. Sponsored by the National Police Credit Union. We mean police business. I'm your co-host, Ken Bader, with co-host Casey Smith. Casey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Rolling along, getting back into the swing of things, uh, which yeah. is which is. I wish the weekend was a little longer, but other than that, I'm, yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have a five day weekend and a two day work. <laughs> that would work out so much better for me. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> especially not being a morning person anyway. You know <laughs> that I could right. if I could work like maybe twenty five hours a week starting at like one p.m. <laughs> I think that would work out for me. Um, <laughs> but you some, and the rest of the country. Yes, but somebody that I know is probably working all the time is a great guest. Uh, we have Allison Uribe with us today. She's the founder of Wives on Duty Ministries. She started that in 2008. She's also the proud wife of a San Antonio police officer and also the author of the book, Because I'm Suitable, The Journey of a Wife on Duty. Allison, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Good to have you. Well, yes. You know, We've had the pleasure of, of having you know, a few law enforcement spouses on our show before, and it truly is a, a pleasure and a privilege because we know that the, the spouse is an important part of the entire law enforcement team. Um, you, yeah. you, as I mentioned you've been a proud wife of a San Antonio police officer since 2002. You know, maybe you could share some of the challenges you expected going into the marriage and some of those obstacles which were just a, a big surprise for you. Well, I think the thing for me is that I was so in like love that I didn't think we were going to have problems. And so, (laughs) no, we're not going to have problems. You don't have problems. So I think that was my downfall is that I thought that everything was going to be, you know, uh, hunky dory and pretty. And and then I realized that I squeezed the toothpaste wrong. And then that. (laughs) the problems started to happen and then the toilet paper was put on the wrong way god forbid that happened that's a big problem (laughs) things yeah so i i think i was naive in the sense that i thought oh we're in love nothing's gonna come between so we can be good you know but we really were not good and so i think that was probably something that prepares anybody for they oh you're gonna get married and you have the happily happily ever after you know mentality and i was in for a wake-up call when i realized that we were two imperfect human beings trying to, I guess, live, live together and figure out how to do life together. So that was, that was something I didn't go into with marriage. So, yeah. <laughs> right. No, that, um, it, I don't think that's unique, uh, to most spouses. I think everyone's really in love at the beginning and not that you fall out of love, but just, it's like, oh, we're not going to have those problems. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you started Wives on Duty Ministries in 2008. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and what was your calling to do so to start that? Well, the problems, all the problems that uh, arose in our marriage. It, um, you know, I mean, when we were dating, he had just graduated from the academy. So he was sharing all his calls and sharing all the arrests. And I just, you know, just like sat there and swoon <laughs> and just talked to this hot hero and you know he could do no wrong in my eyes but then you know really it's like once you get once we got married it just stopped 
-hmm. and I, I longed to know how his day was and I stayed home. I still stay home, you know, so I'm there with the baby all day long, you know, watching, you know, the wiggles and Teletubby and I'm, I'm I want to talk to a human being. So when right. he got home, it was today. It's good. I was like, okay, what happened? Mm -hmm. That's and then he plopped onto the recliner and turned the remote, you know, the remote was his friend and his wife at the time. And, and I felt so alone. And I think, you know, just that was just the beginning of it. And, you know, that on top of my hurt and pain and I think pride got in the way. So I, you know, was, I had to be the right one. I was the one who didn't do anything wrong. And he was the one who did everything wrong. And so I think that on top of, you know, all kinds of issues, you know, really truly not knowing how to be married to a police officer. I know I didn't marry a police officer. I married him, yeah. but that rule that they carry really just goes into the house. And I think a lot of us don't know how to navigate that. And so, you know, for me, it started because I, I really was like, I, I was at home all the time. I had the friends. I didn't go out of my way to make them, but everybody kept saying, well, you need to pray. You need to go to church. I'm like, what good is that going to do? I got, you know, prayed something blue in the face, but I never really did. And so one day I got fed up. I really did because I almost left him, I mean, like three times. And the third time, the third time's a charm. Well, the third time he, you know, before he would help me carry the bags to my car, he was like, well, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah. But the third time he realized I was really serious. And so that third time he was like, I'll change. I'll do what I need to do. And I'm thinking we've, we've done this like how many times before and you don't change. But I realized quickly and it's not a popular thing. I realized I had to change. And, and I asked God, okay, you're the only one that can help me. Cause I think sometimes like not even sometimes we can get into such a deep hole that right. it's the bottomless pit that there's only one way to go. And it's up. And I, I tried books. I tried friends. I tried magazines. I tried videos. Nothing helped. And it was going to take like a really act of God to come in and, and help us with a, a little miracle that yeah. was going to, and I didn't know how it was going to be. So I, that's why I think the ministry, because I really gave my marriage to God. I had no other place to turn. I had nobody who knew my heart or his heart. And so once I did that, I mean, I'm talking that said, do not expect me to step foot in church to one that now refuses to miss a weekend that that I didn't do I didn't do that um and he wanted what I had you know and so once I started like trying to to be that that godly wife or that biblical wife trying to find out what love truly was because I think too in marriage you know with love um it's I think it usually is conditional I mean because when they do something that's like you don't do that I had to realize, I don't, I was like, wow, I don't love you through that. <laughs> that was really hard for me to realize. Like, yeah. it's hard for me to love you. I don't like you right now. You know, and I think once we get a mindset off of the fact that we can't do that in marriage, I mean, it's like, sure. you're really, you know, through the better, through the worst of it, I'm going to be here with you and I'm going to walk this with you. And um, that was a big, huge wake up call. So one, like I said, doing that had to be, I had to be intentional in doing that. So once I did that, I saw really move, not just in me, but in him and in our home. So once God really restored our marriage, I told my husband, okay. I was like, I cried myself to sleep. I don't know how many times. I wanted to leave you like almost every day. I was sick to my stomach. I was stressed. I was angry. I was bitter. So for me to go from there to here, sure. I was like, how can I, it was like finding this cure to cancer. How can I? How can I not tell people, okay, look, this is what I found. This is what worked in our marriage. This is how 
I was able to, you know, get our marriage to the place it's at. So that's why Wives on Duty started because I went to my church and said, look, listen, <laughs> when it started a Bible study, like maybe, you know, gets together with like two or three wives for coffee every few months. They're like, you need a name for it. Guess who came up with the name? My husband came up with the name. I had been like beating <laughs> my head, you know, and he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I need a name for this. And he's like, why is on duty? I was like, oh, okay. You know, like in second. <laughs> and, you know, what was intended to be something so small, I, I, you know, God clearly had different plans. It's gone national, never went a million years, but I have thought that would have happened. So that's how I was on duty started and why it started because I, I you know, my heart breaks um, for marriages that are hurting for wives that are hurting because that's, you know, divorce never really was an option for me, but I, I just, I, it, it's so easy to get there when you get right. discouraged and you just feel like there's nowhere else to go and they're not changing. And it's like, what do I do? You know? So that's right. why it started. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Great, great story. And, you know, we, uh, Casey and I had the uh, opportunity to uh, go to home watch, which is put on by how to love our cops by Vicki Newman. And uh, we were surrounded by uh, what about a hundred police wives. Uh, but it was yeah. interesting that each one of them had at least a slightly different story of what works for them. You know, for some it was faith, for some it was just giving their husband space, for others it was, you know, delving into the kids and their families together. But whatever it was, you know, they, they all kind of found a way to make it work. So um, so that would that in and of itself was interesting. Uh, now a word from our sponsor, the National Police Credit Union. The National Police Credit Union is pleased to introduce Killed in the Line of Duty Loan Protection, a special debt cancellation benefit created exclusively for active full-time law enforcement officers. Available for multiple loans at no cost to the borrower, this complimentary benefit will cancel up to $850,000 of the outstanding balance of one or more loans should the unthinkable happen to an officer due to a line of duty incident. Eligible credit union loans includes mortgages and home equity loans, auto, motorcycle, and boat loans, signature loans, uniform loans, tuition loans, student loan consolidations, and credit cards. Killed in the line of duty loan protection is available only for the qualifying officer, and the protection may not be purchased outright. This debt cancellation benefit only applies in the case of death please see loan addendum upon loan closing for more details. And for more information, please go to nationalpolicecu.com. What else is interesting from one author to another is you're an author. Uh, and I want to hear about your book, Because I'm Suitable, The Journey of a Wife on Duty. Can you give us maybe a, a quick synopsis and tell our audience what readers will gain from the book? Yeah, so I don't know if you know, but because some suitable was actually revised recently, so there's an updated on your version. Website, yeah, yeah. Because when I first wrote the book, my husband was like, "Nobody knows our junk. Nobody needs to know what's going on here." Um, but he's come into a place because now when I speak, you know, it's how are we, how do how else are we supposed to learn unless we share our yeah, true human behaviors? Basically, because I'm suitable, the reason I revised is I was, you know, he, he sees that now. And so I was able to go back. So you were in that book, you're going to find a lot of things we've gone through, a lot of different experiences we've had, but also a lot of ways and miracle things, like I said, only God could do and questions at the end of every chapter to, to make you think, to see, okay, well, how can I apply this? What am I doing differently? What can be done to take steps 
into getting into a healthier marriage or loving him better, ways for him to love us better, you know, because marriage is not just the wife doing everything. You know, God also commands the husband to love us the way he loved the church. And so to find that and uh, in a healthy way, but also with prayer, but, you know, just different ways, not just not just law enforcement way, you know, but marriage is marriage. Right. Um, marriage, no matter with your police officer, your fireman, marriage is marriage and it is hard. And so that book will just take you through that. That's why I say journey with the wife on duty because it's really a journey. Yeah. And there's no right or really wrong way to do things sometimes. And like you said, you find lines that oh, this work, this did work, this didn't work, and that did. So everybody's got such a different heart, you know. Um, our household is going to look so different from the listener's household. And, you know, my husband's heart is going to look so different from their heart. And my heart is going to look different from another wife's heart. So it's really finding that for yourself um, when you read it. But I just find that um, the more transparent we are as human beings, instead of trying to put this mask that my life is perfect and we don't have problems, you know, once we see that we're not alone in that, um, I feel like that's what the book is. It's like, the way I, when I was writing it, I wanted it to be as if I am sitting down having coffee with you and I'm, we're just chit-chatting yeah. yeah. and you know, trying to sharpen you because, you know, life is life and humans are humans and we, we kind of stink, right, as human beings sometimes. Right. <laughs> so Absolutely. Reminding these wives that, you know what, you're not the only one who has been, you know, had a moment in the Walmart parking lot yelling and walking away, or you're not the only one, yeah. you know, who squeezes the tooth strong or, you know, has <laughs> issues with the door or experiences grumpiness, you know, when they get home from work, you know, we're all in this together. So that's why I wrote that book in particular. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually really awesome. I think um, what I like about it, a couple of things is that, it sounds like you speak to a lot of uh, wives who are probably experiencing these kinds of things and may not be comfortable, you know, saying it. Like you said, we try to put on these masks, like we're all perfect and everything's fine, but it's not always fine. And you have to seek, you know, um, the advice that you need and, and all of that. So especially prayer is important, but, you know, that's awesome. And I'm glad to hear that your husband is being more transparent and, and, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. always easy for you know, like, officers to share. <laughs> no, it is not. And you know, when we travel and I speak and he's there, I don't, like especially when we talk to couples, a lot of officers will go up to him and tell him, thank you for letting her share that because that was me a month ago. Yeah. Right. Or, we do that now. And so he's seeing the power in it, you know. And he's very humble because to him, he thinks he doesn't do anything. I'm like, you allow us. Like, you're the reason the ministry drives. Our troubles are the reason the ministry drives. <laughs> you know, our you know, so it, it's, he's, he's, he's beautiful. He's beautiful hearted. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, so speaking of, of speaking to audiences across the country, um, tell us a little bit about that. And then some of the most popular sessions that you, you lead when you do those events. Hmm. Okay, so I'm a little weird. I'm just gonna be honest. So when I We're speak, weird too, I so welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know what's really funny is um, I don't have a specific topic, and um, the reason I do that is because every audience will be so different. Right. Um, I usually and, and I wholeheartedly. Um, I've got somebody told me sounds are rehearsed. And I, I took that as a major compliment um, because when I go, I don't know what I'm going to say. And I say that because I really ask God, okay, God, 
you know the part, you know everything in the room, what do they need to hear? And usually, you know, I'll get like confirmation or get that idea when I start talking to people that are there and I say, ah, okay, this is the main thing here. Um, they range, all my topics will range. It could be about being graceful. It could be about being patient. It could be about, like I said, praying and asking God to move in this area um, or whatever area particular one that they may be facing. But like I said, just like the book, I share my life experiences. Sometimes me and my husband, or my husband and I will go through something a week before I'm speaking and we're upset with each other and we're not talking. And I'm like, okay, I know that that experience was not just because we were experiencing. I know I probably need to talk about that. Yeah. And um, my husband, you know, of course, I never will never say it in a way that's going to dishonor him or make him look bad because I myself, I fall so short and I'm not my perfect either. So it's, it's really, you know, taking these experiences and I think our, our list, you know, your listeners can take that away that the things that you're experiencing were not meant for you to go through this trial and keep to yourself. Mm -hmm. They are to inspire others and to be used, you know, to help people. And um, like I said, I grew up, I kind of grew up in this, you know, you don't tell anybody your problems. Yeah. You don't, you, you push them under the, the carpet or you, you know, you don't do that. But now I'm seeing that there's beauty in it. And so when I go and speak to me, I think experiences, whatever experiences I share will always be different experiences. Sometimes they'll be the same experiences, but there's always a different lesson for each experience. I mean, I could take away something we've experienced, share it with you. But then later I'll see a different side to it and say, oh, you know what? There's also this issue and you can grow from this in this area. Mm -hmm. um, I think the one that stands out to me the most where I had some men crying after I spoke, um, some officers in tears <laughs> coming up to me after, and wives, was one particular one where I had them stand up and look at each other. And that was actually at the Billy Graham Law Enforcement Retreat at Horseshoe Bay. Mm -hmm. And I told them, you know, stand up. And they all kind of chuckled and giggled. Um, and I said, I want you to look at each other like you did on your wedding day. And that's when it got quiet. And um, one officer that was emotional told me, you know, he's, he couldn't barely talk, but he said, I have not looked at her like that in 12 years. Yeah. He said that, that I forget to do that. And I think, you know, when that was probably the most powerful or maybe one of the most popular ones is when I have them do that. Um, because a lot of us do forget that we get so busy with kids or with work or with our own little agendas or our own self, you know, we get selfish sometimes, and we do too, you know, our own self, that we forget that this marriage isn't just about me. It's about us together as one person and one being. And we, re we forget so quickly that when I'm hurting, they're hurting. When I'm angry, he's angry. When I'm happy, he's happy. Because, you know, it truly is we're one person. And like God said, we're one flesh. So you wonder when I'm angry, why are you angry? Well, you know, because it's affecting the other person, you know? So yeah. I think that's probably the, the, the popular one is when I have them do that because it's it's hard to, to do that daily. It's hard to remember that. It's really hard, so, yeah. yeah. It, um, it also sounds like it's kind of therapeutic for you guys as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's what God works, you know? I mean, yeah. just be able to see... You know, when really everybody tries to take and take and take, and I, I get that because I can be like that. I like to, I like gifts. I like to receive gifts. <laughs> <laughs> we really get that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, therapeutic is a way, but it's also such a blessing to see because it's like, 
you know, like I said, God takes brokenness and it's not just to be broken. And it's not, a lot of people are quick to blame God for those things, you know, but just like there's a God, there's a devil. And what is, what is, you know, the word of God say, steal, kill and destroy. So something bad has happened. It's either our own choices and consequences of it, or it's our pride and flesh wanting to take the most of it. Or, you know, the enemy's really coming at you and we got to decide, are we going to, you know, love through that? Are we going to stand above that and not allow that to come in? Because police officers all the time are always, you know, looking for that enemy, trying to get, eliminate that, but we get to do that in our own homes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. I like that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Great points. I think I saw something not too long ago. Um, something to the effect of, you know, God doesn't care that you're broken. Uh, he just wants you to, to live your life and, and reach out to him. So no, even, even if you think your, or your marriage is that far gone, it, it really isn't, uh, but that faith can do a lot of things for, for, for you and, and, and your marriage. Speaking of marriages, what's the number one piece of advice that you give law enforcement spouses uh, about improving or just simply enhancing their marriage? No, pride. Pride, pride, pride. Because <laughs> when to marriage, it's, it's not, you know, my, I have a good mentor, great mentor, Lisa Lerner, bless the badge. She told me sometimes you have to use the right to be right. Just because the light's green and you can go, are you going to keep going knowing a car is coming this way with the red light? Right. To avoid the crash? Or are you going to keep allow yourself to crash? You know, so I think if we let go of that pride and being okay through this, whether I agree with you or not, you know, how can we let go of that pride to say, okay, I love you? Because, you know, we also have to remember how we say things and our tone of things can make a big difference. You know, if we're going to pull ourselves aside and allow that peace to, to be our, what is it, our tone in the conversation, are we going to allow that to be there? Are we going to have to be right all the time and not listen to any other way, not even our spouse, whether it be husband or wife, I don't care who you're married to, to let that be in the way, you know, to say, you know what, I love you too much to allow this to keep us this way or, you know, because I've lived that and it's very exhausting. We have gone two weeks without talking (laughs) and it's not fun. No. But realize now, um, sometimes I, you know, a majority of the time ask yourself, is this going to matter five years from now? Right. Is this going to matter um, if a chaplain's at my door telling me he's been shot? Is this going to matter if he's at the door telling me I've lost him? Is this argument worth it? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's so caught up in that, that pride gets in the way. And we allow ourselves to allow that to grow in our marriage and instead of love. And it's, it's growing in a way that's unhealthy um, and it's affecting our, our health. It's affecting our relationships. It's affecting our children. If you have them, you know, it's just affecting the environment you live in because I mean, it can get so bad to where you don't even want to come home yeah. or you're, you know, you don't want to come home or you, you don't want to sleep in the same bed anymore. Pride can do that. Um, the other thing I always tell people, cause I'm a chaplain, so I've done many weddings, but I'm standing there is like I said, I have them face each other. Do not forget why the why. Why did you say I do? You know, you said for better or worse, you know, rich, poor, sickness, and in health. Did you really mean it? Yeah. Because I have to say on my wedding day, I don't think I did. <laughs> I, just wanted I don't think to- most people think about yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, I just went the ring. I just went, you know, the very, no, take me away. But yeah, but you forget so quickly that 
love is not just this, this, you know, symphony of angels and preciousness. We ride away on a horse. It is really hard. It's Cinderella hard. It's like in the dirty and the white, but it's not fun. And it takes being intentional. Um, so never forget your why. Ask yourself that. Ask yourself, you know, okay, why did I say I do to this person yeah. until it gets off? You know, are you willing to really truly do that? You know, because marriage isn't something you just throw away. And I always tell people it is, you know, it's so much easier. You know, it's so much easier to remove these things and say I'm done. Yeah. And it is on you know and i think about that all the time because my fingers are getting fatter every day but i'm always like trying to <laughs> you know but it's true because if you think about it all that pride and stuff will swell up and then it's harder to, to to choose to wear that ring and you know things get in the way so always remember the why let go of the pride yeah and you will yeah those are my two things really mm, great analogy yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah. Sometimes you don't remember the fine print of that contract of the vows. You know, a couple of years into the marriage. <laughs> yeah, fortunate. Fortunately, I'm in my second marriage, and I, I didn't do this well in the first one. I still don't do it great in the second one, but a little bit better. And sometimes there's a little click in my head that says, you know, wouldn't it be better to just both be happy than to just be right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah sometimes that Maybe. switch doesn't go off fast enough but uh <laughs> it's well, hard it's a really hard thing yeah yeah it can be when uh especially when you're a guy um <laughs> but speaking of switch <laughs> i think we're switching to our lightning round at this point in our show are we not casey we are um allison don't be alarmed these are just a few questions yeah no um just a few questions to kind of get to know you a little bit and uh they're they're fun so all right number one your favorite fictional crime fighter of all time it could be a human an animal a superhero or a machine oh my word (laughs) let's see i don't know Oh, how I keep thinking Wakanda forever, but I don't know if I'm going to do that. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm a big woman person. You know why? Because I think Diana, I like when she, in the movie, when she's there, you know, she's little and she's fighting, she's copying what she sees and they're trying to tame her down. I think sometimes I can be like that. Right. I just take her on. I'm like, I'm gonna do, yeah. And I, you know, forget quickly there has to be wisdom there, but. Yes. <laughs> the color. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I guess that would be it. I have never yeah. thought. No, Wonder Woman's a great one. It's they can change over time, so don't yeah. don't worry. We've had about yeah. ten people say Wonder Woman, so you're good. <laughs> you're in good company. Yeah. <laughs> you're in good company. Yeah, she just takes on that that the fighting role, but very wise with it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that much I like that there was a balance there. Um, number two, the best buddy cop movie or TV show. Hot movie or TV show? Oh dear Lord! <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't think. It's okay. Cop show movie. Oh my! I keep thinking Super Troopers. Oh, that's oh. cool. That's <laughs> that's good. For short shorts. <laughs> or the, you remember the, the call with the step bump, step bump bump? Remember when she's doing the 
the the that driving test where she's remember they're just like five. <laughs> that's not even super troopers. What is that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You've never okay. Well, you have to look that up because that that's like that's not my favorite. <laughs> but that's, he pulls him over for a DWI and and uh, he's she's trying to get him to do the line, but he starts doing a dance. <laughs> Wait, is this a TV show or a uh, movie? It's a TV show, but it's a particular scene. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that's me. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite, but I mean, TV show. I guess Blue Bloods, but that's right, that's yeah. particular. Yeah, Blue Bloods is good. We got you know Jamie. Yeah, but, I, he- I heard it's really good. You know, we love Donnie Wahlberg. You know, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, number three, what is your definition of a hero? A hero is somebody who is willing to make a difference without being noticed. Perfect. You've I had that it. question before. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, that's true. Like somebody who doesn't need the, the, uh, the praise. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a true hero. Yeah. And who would you say is your hero or the person you admire the most? person I admire the most gosh can they be dead mm-hmm. or not alive anymore it didn't sound right I'm so yeah. sorry you yeah. know I really really truly I love Mother Teresa mm. that girl is good yeah. <laughs> we got we got one Mother Teresa before I love yeah. that yeah because she just was like in the dirt like she went in the pit with people yeah. it was just you know well I'm doing good and your, your nails are done and you're all good. You know, it's like really getting in the dirt with people, you know, but she, I think about the countless things that she did that nobody knew about, right. but just her humility to God was, you know, I mean, I would, I would like to get there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> many of us Christian folk, you know, like, you know, we can go with our, our earrings and our hair and, you know, be all fancy schmancy yeah. and, you know, church with, but are you really going to do it? You know, is my thing. So, um, she, she's cool. She's yeah. Type keeper, yeah, keeper here, yeah, yeah, I like. That's awesome. That's a really great one. Um, and then lastly, where can they find you if if anyone wants to um, either utilize your speaking services or you know just find out more about uh, your program in general? Where can they go? Uh, They can go to uh, my ministry page, which is wives on the wives on duty ministries page. I mean, I'm the only one who's on there anyway. Answers Mm -hmm. so. If you have problems or troubles, you know, you can share it and that's going to stay between me and you. Nobody else will see it. Okay. Um, email wives on duty at att.net. So you can always reach my email through there. I'm very responsive. So if I don't answer you, like after a day, something's up, you know, okay. um, I did not really get checking spam, but I mean, I don't have a website. I didn't think there was a need to have one. That's okay. There, no, but yeah, I mean, I, my ministry really runs off the Facebook or my phone or email. Usually I'll give you my cell number. It's because everybody probably has it. It's probably on the bathroom wall somewhere. It's just going to be privacy, privacy, as I would say to me, for me. So that's yeah. how you, you can reach me. Yeah. Perfect. And I can Perfect. attest to the fact that, yeah, you get back to people quickly. <laughs> I think I, I Facebook messengered you and like within like two and a half minutes, you got back to me and then I got an email <laughs> and sent you the email with the info and I got an email right back. So yes, you are very responsive. If, if you're that's, not, that's if, what I'm talking about, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not getting a response from Allison, that means that she's either really busy or just 
just doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, and please reach out to me. I always get so many people that say, oh, I don't want to bother you because I assumed you're busy. You know, yeah, I've got stuff I'm doing. I'm a mom. I'm a, you know, wife. I've got a dog. I've got things. Please don't, please don't keep that, keep you from reaching out to me. I want you to reach out. If I cannot talk to you, I will, I will reach out anyway and just tell you, hey, I love you, but I can't talk to you right now. I'll get back to you. So please don't, don't ever hesitate. Don't, you know, one thing that bothers me a lot uh, and hurts me when I travel is I guess because I, I guess because of the ministry, I don't know, or I written books that people think that they can't come to me. And, and I'm just like a regular person like you. So it's like, I'm nobody special. Please do it. Like, don't think you can't approach me um, or, you know, I'm not going to judge you or anything. You know, I think sometimes, uh, unfortunately the Christian people too, you know, we get that your judgment mentality. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just as, you know, horrid. <laughs> as a human as anybody else. So, you know, I, I have a path too, so don't don't ever feel like you can't approach or come, you know, and reach out to me or anything. So please, yeah. Awesome. So please don't thank you. Awesome. Well, we think you're special because you were a great guest on the show. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I got all excited. I felt all fancy. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Good. that show so that's pretty cool yeah Thank you. very cool we, we like to make people feel special on the show <laughs> speaking of the show casey tell people where they can find our show in all the different places yes so if you'd like to uh check out this awesome episode or any of our previous episodes you'll go to nationalpolicecu.com while you're there, uh, certainly check out all of our credit union news and updates, as well as our savings and loan rates. They're always excellent. We always have a high-speed chase promotion going on, so make sure you check that out. Be sure to share this podcast, rate it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a guest that you think would be awesome, a great feature for us, go to that same website, nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast. And at the bottom, you'll see an entry section there. So as usual, uh, have an amazing week and stay safe out there. Take care, everybody. <laughs>